It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. All right. Welcome back to Money for Lunch. I'm grateful for your support, as always, my friends. Thank you so much. And on the show today, we have one of our favorite contributors, Norm Blumenthal. And he's just uh, a lot of fun to have on the show, kind of tells it how it is. And we're going to bring him on momentarily. But uh, first, the quote of the day. The quote of the day is, there can be no failure to a man who has lost, who has not lost his courage, his character, his self-respect, or his self-confidence. He is still king. Of course, now, you know, that was uh, by Orson Sweat Martin. Um, And uh, I guess today would be, you know, there is no failure to a person who has not lost their courage, their character, their self-respect, or their self-confidence. He or she is still king or queen. Anyway, good quote. Let's get this party started. My guest today, Norm Blumenthal, attorney for workers and consumers, selected as one of the top attorneys in Southern California. In 2017, Norm was inducted and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. Norm Blumenthal is a regular contributor here on Money for Lunch. Norm, welcome back. Thanks, Bert. Nice to be back. Glad to be here today. We can talk about employment. I want to talk about California. This, you know, I live in Southern California, and I want to talk about what a great state I'm in. And uh, we, I want to dispel all of these notions of uh, immigration, of Latinos being the boogeyman in the United States, because it is simply not true. California right now, uh, it's if not uh, more than 50%, very close to 50% of the population of California is uh, Latino, um, Mexican, uh, Chinese immigrants, um, you know, Asian, Vietnamese. We had a, over a million Vietnamese come to this country uh, as a result of the, of the Vietnam War, and they've all assimilated into and become great Americans. And to prove the point, and money talks, and to prove the point, California right now is the fifth largest economy in the world. The fifth. Only behind the United the fifth. Only behind behind the United States, China, Japan, and the European Union. So just think about that. With all these immigrants all at living here and assimilating here, we are the fifth largest economy in the world. Our minimum wage in California is now twelve dollars. We have full employment. We ha- you can go to community college or trade school with a, a, a nominal payment for your fee uh, for entry and get the tr- a trade or an occupation that you need. Or if you want to continue in college, after two years, you can transfer into a full four-year school. We are going to be um, at zero emissions by uh, net emissions by 2030. Uh, we're going to have it because we're, we are supporters. We understand there's climate change. And we understand that we have to uh, participate in the Paris Peace Accords, and we have to be able to make this world a, a place that our children and grandchildren can live in. 
So this is this is where we are here, and and the I, the notion that um, you you don't need um, uh, immigrants in this country is just simply false. I don't know if if you saw on uh, TV over the weekend, uh, CNN had a, a show um, undocumented in America. Did you have a chance to see that? I did not. I heard oh. it was uh, pretty good. Tell me about it. It was excellent, and everybody should see it. This is from farmers in um, Iowa and Minnesota who just can't get anybody to work on their farm. And uh, the law's not set up to allow um, work permits in for people to come in to be a, a, a permanent resident with, for a work permit. So right now there's 8 million jobs in this country, 8 million, that no one wants. And uh, I can understand why, because when you uh, watch this milk farmer in uh, Minnesota or the uh, Tyson Food Factory in, in Iowa, clearly nobody's going to want the job to, uh, in the Tyson Food Factory of uh, cleaning out the uh, bun hole of the uh, pigs every day. And that's the, the title for his job. Just, you know, think about that one. Uh, right. Or uh, cleaning the stalls of the uh, dairy farmers' um, indoor uh, milking areas um, every day. It's a job that literally no one uh, wants uh, it, that, you know, is, is upscale American. They just can't do it. And, and these farmers explain it. They say, like, you know, the only people who do this are immigrants uh, in search of a better way of life for themselves and their, and their children. They can get them in, but the system's not set up to allow them to come in on, on a work permit. So the system is, is what's failing. And, and the idea that we don't need uh, people to perform these jobs is, is ludicrous. Right now we have 11 million undocumented workers in this country working right now. And as a result, they're not being paid um, uh, overtime. They're not getting their uh, lunch breaks. They're not getting their rest breaks. Um, and they're not, some of them aren't even getting paid because they, after you work, they won't give them paychecks because they know they're, they're illegals. This is how bad it's it's gotten in the country. So something's got to change, and uh, it's certainly making uh, tougher immigration laws is is not the answer. The answer is uh, providing uh, work uh, uh, permits for persons to come into this country and work and and get into the system, uh, you know, not into the uh, black market system, but into the system. And that can be done. Yeah, you know, and it's it's terrible that some of these people get treated the way they do, right? I mean, again, uh, undocumented or not, humans, to do that to another human is, is so offensive. You know, it, there's, it just, there's no reason for that. Yeah, in California, you know, we have a, a law that uh, you're familiar with. Uh, we've talked about the Private Attorney General Act. And this is what we work under uh, because they made the laws so favorable in the rest of the country for the employers to take advantage of employees and not pay them. You can't bring a class action anymore. You're only subject to individual arbitration. So in the rest of the country, they take advantage of the system, and so they, they don't pay their employees for their time. But in California, because of the Private Attorney General Act, we've, made, we've evened the playing field. You can't cheat to compete as an employer in California because there's plenty of attorneys out there who will who will prosecute claims against you. 
and it doesn't cost the government a penny because what happens is under the private attorney general act the attorneys work for the the government as a um as a, an attorney for the deputized uh, uh private attorney general the employee who who worked for the company and we prosecute it and there's and there's fines and 75% of the fine goes back to the state so last year uh over 40 million dollars went back to the state, and there was no cost of a bureaucracy to enforce these laws. And all the employers know that in California, you have to comply with employment laws. So that's why uh, everybody is better off in, in in a system like we have in California, because the people that get paid, they're going to spend the money. And, you know, we talked about this before, about the velocity of money. And the more money you can put in the system in people's hands who will spend it, the more they're going to spend, the more jobs there's going to be, the greater the uh, gross domestic product will grow, and the better the economy will be. So this whole system works. California works. And California is, is a deep blue state, and it works. And it's because it's not based on fear. It, it's based, and it's not based on exclusion. It's based on inclusion, and it's based on bringing people in without fear that they can have a job and they can work in the state without being worrying about being uh, returned to uh, where they where they originally came from. So th- this is this is the whole process that needs to change from a federal level because California is an example of, of how it works, how it can work, and how it can work yeah. in the rest of the country. Well, and what's really nice about this uh, this uh, private attorney general act thing is that the government, any government, uh, you know, California's government, even our own United States government, which they simply don't have enough people to police everything, and it allows the citizens of that city or that state. To take, uh, you know, it puts it puts power in their hands. They are now able to take control. They're able to help themselves, help their cities, and really protect other people. So I think it's it's one of my favorite programs. And you know what's interesting about California is California, very analogous to New York. It seems like if it happens in California, the other 49 states aren't far behind, right? It's going to happen in other states. We'll start warming up to it. You saw this with, uh, w- with a lot of different things that have happened either in California or in New York where, you know, it starts to take root. And, you know, California has set the standard for different uh, topics or uh, multiple times. There, there, you know, California is a trendsetter. Yeah, it's you know you're you're 100 percent right. We were you know we had a bad uh, financial system uh, about 2006, 2008, and so they didn't have the money to enforce the labor laws, and so in order to enforce them, they passed the Private Attorney General Act, which costs the government nothing, and it puts money. In fact, like last year I said, 40 million dollars in the pocket of the government for nothing, and so here we are. And it can be done for any type of enforcement process is you don't need a bureaucracy 
to enforce the law. You can have, there's enough attorneys, especially in California, but there's enough attorneys in every state that are willing to work on a contingent fee basis from the state to protect the uh, interests of citizens in, in any regard, in any setup that the law is passed, but especially in employment, because this is where the abuse is. And even if you're uh, illegal in California, we can still protect you. That doesn't, you, you know, the, the employer still has to uh, comply with the law. You know, obviously, um, if he has to have some type of U-9 uh, filled out, which has somebody's name on it. But the idea is is that it, you set up the system overall in this country that you allow people to come in. If I'm an employer, I can t- tell the government, I need help. You know, here I have three jobs in Tyson's or 10 jobs or 100 jobs in Tyson's Food or a farmer in Minnesota, and you put in for, okay, please, you know, to the extent that there's workers willing to do it, you can apply with me, and if I'm willing to take you, then I get a work permit to work as long as I'm going to have the job, and then you put everybody on the E-Verify system, which is you know who's working where, it's it's a great system. Right now it's voluntary because employers won't let the Republicans make it per, uh, um, make it uh, permanent, you know, because otherwise there'd be nobody working. There'd be 11 million people out of work in this country right away. <laughs> so they can't afford to do that. But giving people a work permit does not mean they have to be a citizen. This is the whole point. I mean, in, in Germany and Europe and rest and Japan now, because there's shortage of labor, they bring in workers that are never going to be citizens, but they have a residency because they have a job, and that can be worked out. So that that's where we are. Get you know, end this underground economy that we have. That's important. Oh, absolutely. Look. Uh, you know, it's so funny to me because you have all these – you have a lot of people talking about illegal aliens and, and how these undocumented individuals supposedly are hurting our economy so badly. But yet, you know, they, they, don't, they don't point the finger at the way that some of these large corporations behave. The shortcut that some of these large corporations take, right? The the damage that some of these large corporations uh, make, yeah, the damage that they make, uh, you know, to not only the, their our environment, to but but also to our citizens. Yeah. And it's and it's 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 kind of almost like it's almost like a distraction, you know, or. Um, you know, almost like uh, you know the the, the how, how they how the police uh, pick on the prostitutes for violating the law, but seldom do they arrest the the clients, right? And it's it just it's just one of those things that makes you scratch your head and go, hmm, something's going on. Yeah, you know this divisive, racist. Uh, you know, fear tactic policy that uh, our current president uh, has is just has no place in America. What we need to do is get the employers, 
groups and the employee groups together. And I'm talking about farmers and, and hotels and um, landscaping, you know, workers, construction industry. Get everybody together and say, okay, look, we have 11 million undocumented workers in this country right now. And we're 8 million short on, on help that we need. How can we make this system work for everybody? Well, the way you make the system work for everybody is you expose everybody. You say, okay, listen, you can, you can now uh, put yourself into the E-Verify system. You have a job. You'll have a work permit. As long as you're working in this country, you can stay here. You know, if there's time between jobs, you know, 30 days or something. And then if you, if you lose your job and you aren't working anymore, then you, you have to go uh, if you don't have a job. I mean, that's what it's all about. And right. under E-Verify, then they can get somebody else to have the job. That's the whole point. We need these workers. We need these people in the economy. They are good for America. They are good for the economy. And, if, and for example, if you're willing to take a job in, in, at, in, you know, in the military, well, that's somebody you look. If you work, if you end up getting honorably discharged after ten years, you should be able to apply for citizenship. You defended the country. So these kind of things, if we work together, instead of uh, to work to divide this country, if we work to unite this country, we can make this a beautiful place to live for everybody. These are all hardworking people. These eleven million people, you know, these are not bad people. These are, you know, they're all in the system already, and more coming. Because employers right now, all they need, if you sign a U-9 that says you are, you know, entitled to be in this country, you're a citizen is what they sign it, put on, some, you know, a social security number that people are using, hey, you got a job and you're working. So, and employers under this system, they all accept it. And so, you know, they say that they comply with the law, and they have, because they're not required to have E-Verify, and they're not, and the with, there's not enough uh, way to, to do it to make it friendly for the em, employee to sign up to those those systems. So that's really where we are. And the, the, it, we're at, at, a, at a really a crucial time because we're going to have a presidential election. It's not going to affect California because we're going to continue to employ people whether they're uh, lawfully in this country or not. That's just the way it is. And, you know, we're going to make this a better place to live for everybody that's here. We will be a sanctuary state, and I think we are. And the rest of the country just has to catch up because these are all good, hardworking citizens, and they make, make the, the state go. And the rest of the, of, the, of the country is falling behind because it's not the system that they're following, the United States system, does not work because it's a racist system. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know what? Again, uh, I, I think that uh, it's not what you do, but how you do it. It's not what you say, but how you say it. And one of the things that I find interesting about this time in our history is that we're seeing more and more people uh, coming forward and essentially saying, hey, I've had enough, right? I'm not going to take it anymore. Uh, there are more, you know, more and more people are speaking up, uh, you know, and I think that for lack of better terms, we are 
having to deal with or be or for, or being forced to deal with uh, different what's the word I'm looking for different people, uh, different cultures, different ways, uh, different views. Uh, you know, so I, and I, I I agree with what you said. Look, it's it's definitely not the American way, and it certainly isn't something that's going to help us today. You know, conflict and and hate and all that kind of stuff doesn't doesn't change anything. It doesn't make things move forward. It doesn't resolve. It just it just feeds the it feeds the beast and people get mad and and all of a sudden you have riots. And you know, if, if, you know, what's the point if we're not going to try to resolve things, move forward, and, and, and literally try to make America great? I, I, would, I don't want to say make America great again, because to me, America's always been great. Yeah. But bottom line is, you know, we have been for years the leaders in, in, uh, in innovation, in medicine, in, you know, uh, what do you call it, electronics, and none of that is going to happen or continue to happen if, if we cannot embrace our differences. You know, we, you know, America, you know, it's the land of opportunity. We want to make this the place, the, the beacon, the light for everybody on the, in the world, the, the best, the best and, and, and brightest minds and the hardest working people. If you're, if you're willing to work, you can come to America and you can have a job as long as there's one for you. And, you know, if you becoming a citizen is a different thing. It's, yes. it's not, you know, but your children are born here. They're citizens. So eventually it, it will evolve. But we're not going to be able to afford our Social Security system if we don't bring in into and I'm not in the black market, but above ground. If we don't bring in more citizens because there's not going to be enough people working to pay for Social Security and Medicare for for uh, the elderly, it's not going to happen anymore without more workers. And we we need all these people that are you know white Americans that are against uh, immigration. All they're doing is hastening the day when their Social Security and their Medicare is not going to exist anymore because there's not enough workers to support them. So they're working against themselves. They're their own worst enemy because they're that's a divisive. Uh, policy that has to end it's a crazy policy this president is it goes back to the times that, that we all regret when there was segregation and racism and pe- treating people differently because their color of their skin or their uh, national origin and it goes way back and it has to end and it's it's over in california it's not going to happen in California. This is a sanctuary state. These aren't just sanctuary cities. You want to work in California, people will give you a job, and you can continue to use the, the uh, U-9 you have. That's, that's going to happen. That's just a way of life here. And that's why this is the fifth largest economy in the world. It's because it's the land of opportunity, and people are getting jobs at all levels. You know, they're coming in here at, for all work because it's here and we have the highest minimum wage in the country. So that, that's the, the, the beauty of it all. So, you know, it's, it's something that, that the rest of the country needs to just step back and take a look at and say that, you know, maybe this guy in the White House, maybe he isn't right. 
Maybe he's wrong. Maybe in Minnesota and Iowa and Michigan, maybe we do need immigrants here to do the jobs that nobody else wants. And by their working here, they'll support me and for my old age and my Medicare that I need because they'll still be working. So people should think about themselves and say the best thing they could do is support the people that are going to support better immigration laws to allow people to work in this country and to protect them so that they, they're able to get overtime pay and higher minimum wage and rest breaks and meal breaks. And at the same time, each month, they pay into Social Security. They pay into Medicare, which is going to support the people that are going to need it in this country. So it, that's what, where it is. California is going to lead the way. And the rest of the country just needs to get on board. I love it. I love it. Norm Blumenthal, thank you so much for stopping by. As always, it's always fun to have you here. And uh, can't wait to see you again out in California. All right. Great, Bert. Thank you. You have a great day. You bet. Good stuff there from Norm Blumenthal, attorney who specializes uh, in helping workers and consumers And if you have questions about Norm and what he does, you can go out to BAMLawCA.com, BAMLawCA.com. As always, my friends, thank you so much for stopping by. Remember, you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at MoneyForLunch.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.